You're listening to The Kylo Show, the podcast where we talk about how to keep your love on no matter what and why whole healthy families are going to save the world. And it starts right now. Hello and welcome to The Kylo Show. We are on our last episode for Kylo at Work. And we thought we would bring in one of our employees. Yeah. And maybe, Christian, give a little, like, intro. You used to do this. Yeah. Welcome <laughs> to the Kylo Show, the podcast <laughs> yeah. we talk about. <laughs> See, so you've heard him. Now you get to actually meet him. Totally. Oh, it's good to be here. Yeah. Thanks for coming all this way. Uh-huh. I know. I, a whole door down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's been, it's fun. I hear it happening all the time. Yeah. I'm always on the outside yeah. looking in. Now yeah. I get to be in the studio. Yeah. Super fun. Fom- with us. FOMO's you over. don't usually get to be with us at this table. Totally. I just hear it when it comes out like everybody else. Oh, yeah, You yeah. know what we have to say. Mm-hmm, hmm So. Christian but- is our executive director here at Loving On Purpose. So in a sense, we're uh, we're working for him. it's kind of how this really tells us what to do yeah so i thought uh you know bringing you on here we've had all these other guests on talking about their cultures and what they've worked to create and different things and i am the longest standing employee of loving on purpose i have unless i quit anytime soon (laughs) no one else will take it from me other than you Mm. I think I've, I mean, mom pops in and out. I don't know how to categorize mom's employment to love me on purpose, but she yeah, might she technically. She probably just kept the clock rolling the yeah, whole time. That's, yeah. that sounds all right. Um, but, you know, so this culture and my upbringing culture kind of all blend together. But you are probably one of the people that, you and Ashley are probably the ones that we've hired where we didn't have any relationship really or mm. context for what you did how you're here started with an email so i think you should share a little bit about how you got to love and purpose yeah super fun story uh-huh. um so like you had no grid for me and i really had no grid for loving on purpose um i you know live in sacramento and you know me and wife were church hopping looking for a church and eight years ago we land in jc sacramento and we're looking at resources and i'm just a personal growth junkie. Mm-hmm. I love growing. I love learning. And family has been something that's always been super important to me because, you know, I loved my childhood growing up. And then there was some not so fun stuff that happened. You know, divorces and some crazy times and hurt feelings and broken relationships. And it was one of those things where I was like, I don't want that for my family. I need to go learn and figure this out. And so keep your love on, read mm-hmm. the book. I'm like, I really like this. This is cool. <laughs> and, um, you know, using the tools. And then um, fun thing is that you're leading um, like a young marriage group mm-hmm. at JC Sacramento. And we have mutual friends. So the church that my wife grew up in, uh, mm-hmm. one of your one of your friends said, hey, I know this couple. They could maybe help teach the class. I'll vouch for them. Yeah. I remember the requirement was five years. You wanted people to be, you know, we're doing young yeah. marriage, like be married for five years. And I'm looking at Brie, I'm like, We've only been married for four. <laughs> Are we going to lie? Yeah, we must have needed a lot of help. So we did. We, we did. were like, hey, it's yeah. only been four. But Ooh, I think lowered the standard <laughs> right out of the gate. <laughs> Boom. And so we jump on that team. Um, you and Ben are leading it. And it was so exciting. You mm-hmm. know, it was a big step for me and, and my wife. And to be able to, you know, it's funny because we're helping facilitate the class, but a lot of the material was new. So we're in the back of the room, like writing a bunch of notes. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, did we do this? Like, we did not do this. We're like, going to we, talk about this. I, I still remember. I still remember this. I did not know what to do with the, and DTR. 
the mm-hmm. opening line was Danny saying one of his main goals was to help couples not get married. Yeah. And I was like, I'd never heard anything like that before. <laughs> it was Can weird. You have that as a goal? And I remember. As a pastor? I remember yeah. thinking, this is my honest, I remember thinking, if that guy tried to keep me from marrying my wife, <laughs> he had a problem. <laughs> but as I've you know, been you around. Thank now, me later. Yeah, yeah. totally. It was, it's so cool. Um, so fast forward a little bit. And. Um, I'm, you know, my my background is fitness. You know, I was a personal trainer, exercise physiologist, fitness management, fitness sales. I was working for a medical practice at the time. I got into business development. I was working my way up the company and, um, you know, really cool job, you know, enjoyed it. But the culture felt funny. I was taking all the stuff I was learning from LOP and trying to implement in my own culture. And um, it was just, it was rough. And um, I remember coming to my wife after getting a word in January of 2020, I always get my you know word of the year, and uh, I told I told Bree, I said, hey, God told me to sow my job, and I go, it sounds like to me like I'm gonna be leaving, and my wife's like a five six on the enneagram, super high C, she's kept our family alive, thank you Bree, like I would have killed this a long time ago, yeah yeah yeah, and sh- her response was, do it. That was scary. It went from me going, I'm excited, to me when she said do it with no hesitation. I was like, oh my gosh, I got to go do this. We're going to die. <laughs> so at, it, during this time, though, I had sent an email off to you uh-huh. and Ben and was uh-huh. like, hey, um, Sherry uh-huh. uh, spoke with Zach Curry uh, and and they did at like, church or yeah, a church like Impact Week or something. And, For the and city or something. Yeah, they like brought that. a bunch of different nonprofits and they're basically the message was like, you don't have to do start your whole thing. You can actually go partner with somebody who's doing something that makes your heart come alive uh-huh. and just join with them. And I remember going, Dude, the, helping with loving on purpose was so fun. Like that is so fun. Like, um, so I had sent an email. I was like, "Hey, Brittany, I had I, I I know I'm helping with this right now, but if loving on purpose needs help stacking chairs or whatever, but I also felt this in my spirit to say like other skills that I had it was like, mm-hmm. hey, I'm learning digital marketing, business Which development. I, I didn't know any of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so um, I tell my my boss, you know, the owner of the company, I said, "Hey, I'm leaving." And she goes, who, who took you? And I said, nobody. I don't know where I'm going. So I, I'd love 90 days to figure it out. And she's like, Christian, you have you have a plan for every conversation you're in, let alone like your <laughs> life plan. <laughs> like, and she Are goes, you pregnant? Yeah. Like, what, is, <laughs> what are you trying to tell me? Yeah. And then I was like, you know, they, they knew I was a faith guy. I was like, no, this is what the Lord said. My wife's on board. That's what we're doing. She said, okay. And I remember, I remember talking to... Um, Sherry again. So I'm now, now me and this conversation started. Yeah, so I you, moved it along. Yeah, like, you're hmm. Brittany's prodding along. And then, uh, you know, because I didn't share that information yet. And I remember talking, I, I zoomed in, I was talking a Zoom call with, with Danny and Sherry. And Sherry asked me, How much time do you have to volunteer? And I was like, Well, right now, not a lot. But in 90 days, I might have like 40 hours a week. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so, moral of the story, Danny, I remember him looking at me in Zoom and talking and said, Hey, I know you're jumping out of a plane and rip, you know, pulling that parachute. Why don't you just land here? Mm-hmm. And I, that was like the day after I told my boss I was leaving. So it's like God is good, <laughs> and I've been here, and it's been amazing. Yeah, and you started uh, officially your first day, or really kind of part of the interview process was the day of shutdown in 2020. Yeah. <laughs> I think you came to our board meeting. It was a board, during the board meeting. Yeah. The end of the world, Armageddon. It, I mean, yeah. in that you were kind of making a pitch because we we were 
trying to figure out if we're hiring you or what was exactly going on. I remember Bob was asking all these questions. <laughs> the world is on fire outside, and I'm thinking, what are we doing? What are we planning? What are we doing? Yeah. And then you officially started in like April or yeah, it was like, like end that? of March. So I'm coming up yeah. on my three years here. Um, uh-huh. And uh, I'm so just you know we'll talk about we're talking about culture here too. So I, I come <laughs> I come to come to the first day official day is like the annual meeting. You know, meeting Bob, meeting Eric, Eric's first day on the board, meeting board, you know, yeah. so I'm meeting all the people. You know, I really haven't spent really any FaceTime with Danny up until this mm-hmm. point or Sherry. So they're new to me. So I'm still a little like. <laughs> you came through oh, Ben and I. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I'm it. comfortable Ben and Brittany. I don't know the team. You know, Danny still and Sherry still feel like Santa Claus to me a little bit. You know, so it, it was it was wild. But I we had a room at a hotel. Me, not just me, but my wife. My kids, anybody that we wanted to bring, we had these gift baskets full of lop gear and swag. And it was one of those things where it's like, what is this? Like at this point, I had not experienced hospitality mm. like this, you know, or wasn't expecting it. My first time in the job usually is, you know, like here's the there the company rules, read it by yourself and you know, figure it out. And here's the HR person who's like, wow. And just to go into a big board meeting and the team was all awesome, get to meet them. And it never felt really awkward or anything. And it was it was fun to see how everyone planned and you know uh, where we we're going after and this idea of all these dreams when we were talking about it it's still fun they're all so big and that's one thing in 3 years that I'd say the culture has done to me here is i dream way bigger than i ever dreamed before i got here <laughs> would you, you know? like to dream yeah yeah so. <laughs> yeah it's crazy you know it's like what i thought was possible it's like you know um so listening to Everyone kind of say, this is what we want to go after. And this is what our, you know, this is what makes our heart come alive. And I was like, oh, man, I'm really going to have to grow because that seems, I never thought that big before. Mm-hmm. So it, it was excited me, though, because you know, going back to uh, executive director now, um, I, the way Danny said at one time, I mean, he was like, you're the director of execution, which is this idea of like, I make sure the things happen because that's, you know, that's my gift mix. And my skill set is like. I love seeing these big things and then say, okay, I think I know how to build this. Like, here we go. Let's mm-hmm. go get it done. Um, so it was pretty wild. Me, that was just me coming, you know, mm-hmm. me coming to LOP was pretty wild. And like I said, it's been it's been a super fun three years. Yeah. Well, that's been pretty fun. That was quite an entry. Yeah. Yeah. As that was uh, jumping off of a cruise liner onto a burning ship. <laughs> like, what is happening here? Because we were, you know, we were hurting. It was. You yeah. came in with some uh, low-hanging fruit ideas. You and Eric got together, mm-hmm. and we saved the day. So we felt like geniuses mm-hmm. right away. Right, yeah. we were like, "Who is this guy?" <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's a superpowers <laughs> that we know not of. Yeah. I think the other dynamic that was so funny for I mean me is I'm. I've been the only one that was married with a family. So the, having another person that's married with a family, other obviously Ben, but it just was a different dynamic. And then having another guy in the office was a different dynamic because you had all these girls. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. And we just, I remember in our first office, uh, when we moved to this current one, you're like, can I have a door? Totally. <laughs> I was Sherry's like, dream list, new office. What do you want? I was like, I'd like a door. <laughs> I want a door. We I just, love the team. Yes, it's I more know. about my ADHD. <laughs> and the, 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 it just, but. I mean, we all just talk and go, talk and go, yeah, talk yeah, and go. Yeah. And you're in, got to lock away in the well, closet. The two guys have a door. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's really funny that Ashley has a door now, too. Yes, but yes. it is. Um, technically the biggest office. 
It she does. Yeah, she's yeah. it's like and the smallest. It's a mega. <laughs> she didn't have a mega desk, but she's got a mega <laughs> office. So, but ha, I, one question I have is, you know, you went from leadership position, um, lots of responsibility, uh, work culture to. Uh, at first, you didn't have that, but you have that now in yeah. your current role. What is the biggest contrast between the two environments? Oh man, it was huge. Um, so, you know, Danny mentioned, and I came in, and right away I saw opportunities to to lend some of my skill sets. Like, and it really was just an opportunity of like, wow, they're not doing this. I can help do this pretty quickly. And and so the team, I felt like you've you felt some of my operational strength, or which was awesome. However. Uh, like when you come to work here, the culture is, you know, this is the the hot lava core, you know. And what was funny, and I always tell people, is like I was the best Kylo guy I knew. <laughs> I, mean, I read the books. I remember going into a meeting with my old boss and going like, okay, keep my love on. Here we go. I'm I statements. I was doing all the things, and and people were coming to me like I was the guy. Like, hey, I'm having a tough time. You know, I was the I was the Kylo man. Expert. Yeah, mm-hmm. Kylo man. And so I'm coming in here, you know, I was like, you know, I have two young boys and third one on the way, but I use a lot of sports reference. Or, and I was like, you know, I took my boys to the, the bike park and they had done some stuff on the smaller thing. And, you know, they just, their confidence was up. So, but they went to the bigger park and you got pretty, pretty scary, pretty fast. We had some crashes. And that's what was happening to me. It was like 90 days in, I couldn't really discern what was happening, but I just felt like, oh my gosh, I'm not doing well. I'll never forget. It was, you know, me and Danny start a little earlier than everybody, and I we walk into the old office, and Danny just happened to be sitting on the table, and I was checking in with him, and I said, "Hey, man, I'm not doing good." And then he goes, "I know. I've been watching you." And I was like, first, I'm like, you "Jerk, <laughs> you just let me drown <laughs> just, over here." But it's like, okay, <laughs> throw me back a rope. <laughs> the culture. It's like, I, to be honest, I thought it was like, "Pain be the teacher." He's observing. He's trying to figure it out. And um, the two things that he said that was super helpful was. Um, um, you have two yous. I've been watching you. you there's two, there's, you have two people here. You have work Christian, and then you have who you are Christian. And he goes, I'm me all the time. You're going to have to figure out how to be you here. And then I was like, oh, my gosh, I do. I have professional, you know, polished me, you know, and that's where I was coming with a disconnect, you know, with here at work. Where everyone was powerful people, and they're who they are. And I was like, why aren't you talking like this, or why are you – you know, it was it was just so so crazy. And the and the second part was going back to I'm a you know, two with a heavy three wing, I was feeling really less than in the area of my knowledge of really, you know, keep your love on, loving our kids on purpose. We came in and you know, my oldest son was having some new behavioral things that was wild to me and I was like, What is happening? So I felt like, you know, the guy who was, you know, just starting out, because I was. And I normally swing a pretty big bat. I'm at the ninth hole. I'm in the ninth hole in the batting order. I mean, that's what it felt like. I was like, I never bat ninth. You know, I'm batting ninth here. You know? This is not good. Yeah, I'm on the bench, actually. I think they took me out of the lineup. <laughs> and uh, and that was another thing I'll never forget where Danny looked at me. He, says, he doesn't remember telling me this, but he said, it's easy to be the healthiest person at a leper colony. Yeah. And I was like, Ouch. <laughs> and, it, and it didn't feel me. was mean. an all-star where I came from. <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally. And um, so, th- so that was going back to like what I love about culture here is like I was getting feedback right away. Like I, I right away I felt safe. You know, it was fine. I remember telling 
Danny in that conversation too is like, ah, you know what? The, I only feel actually myself that thing you're talking about around Brittany. And he goes, I noticed that. It's like because she's you can be you around. She's a friend, and so um, she, you know you have to figure out how to do that with everybody. So I kind of went to work with okay, how I'm gonna have to be really intentional about one humbling myself and going through and just ripping through all this material and eating it up and trying to learn and get good feedback. You know, I, I remember we had Brittany, you and uh, you and Ben came over with mm -hmm. my Joe, my Josiah, mm -hmm. my, I love him. Um, but he was having some tough stuff and we're like, help, you know, and here, there you go. They, you know, drove the hour to come to my house and spent the evening with us, talked about, talked it through with me and my wife. And so going back to the hospitality, the generosity and the, like the living it, my favorite thing to tell people you know, that people who know Loving on Purpose, um, when I meet them and they say, what's it like working at Loving on Purpose? Or what's it like working with Danny or Brittany or Ben or Sherry? I go, it is what I thought it would be. It's what I thought it would be, but it's it's actually better. That's my favorite thing. Like, they are who you think they are, but better. Mm -hmm. And that's been my favorite thing to tell people, and it's been an amazing experience. And Well, that's why we had you on the show. Yeah, I know. <laughs> just, so, I know. just so you would I say know. something yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, yeah. something along those lines. <laughs> Tell everyone. <laughs> Cross awesome. off yeah. my, <laughs> Good off my job. lines. Okay, yeah, next yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, well, there's some things though. At the same time, that um, I remember a conversation. I think it was Bob said, you know, because you were you were actually thinking about exiting yeah. pretty early on. You were like, ah, uh, you know, I, I I got other places to go. <laughs> you know, I feel I I don't know that this is working, and there were some realities that we weren't. You know, like yeah. uh, I remember Bob saying something like, well, you know, you get in there, you look under the hood and all of a sudden you find out, oh, it's not what you thought it was going to be. I mean, there's so there was kind of a tension there between um, maybe the, the culture being real and challenging. And at the same time, there's some there's some aspects about growing this bad boy that look like Mount Everest. Yeah, yeah, totally. You know, I know, I know Bob was was on I think a, a couple episodes ago, and yeah. Bob's the, I talk with him monthly or frequently. He's he's awesome. But my first conversation with him, you know, Bob's an eight. Yeah. You know, and I got scary Bob my first time. Yeah, and which is like totally not him. You know, he's like <laughs> which is funny now. Since, yeah, yeah. ID, yeah. I remember yeah. you being a little afraid of Bob. I, you know, I show up to tribe like we, we you guys had just finished the uh, Loving on Purpose conference, mm -hmm. and that was in January 2020. And I showed up to tribe. It was like you know the gathering of the people, and you know Bob. You know they say, hey, go meet Bob. He's on the board. You know, and everyone, I'm still getting vetted. And I remember, so remember he just leaned in, kind of hiked his pants up, and. <laughs> He's so staring well. at me, <laughs> and he's like, just drilling me with questions. And he has zero like em emotive, like emotions. Empathy. Yeah, it's just <laughs> zero empathy. Yeah. I'm like, what is happening? But you know, I, I've been around people like this, and I go, okay, I'm just gonna go toe to toe. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna mirror, and I'm gonna go. I'll just answer how I thought, you know. And I, I still remember when he shifted. He said, "What, what's your goals for the, you know, for the future? What are you trying to do? Like, what do you dream about, Tim?" And I was like, some it had something to do with my wife and my boys marrying you know amazing christian women and he just you saw i saw his shoulders roll back and he was like you know going back this three <laughs> business guy you know he's like i'm not really worried about that like it, it we say this here you know i get reminded all the time we've hired since since we, we hired culture and character first and i think bob was drilling in to see the culture and character piece mm -hmm. you know um so and then you know going back to flinching, you know, about a year and a half in, I was like, oh my gosh, I need, I need to get out of here. Cause 
there was, I think it was really part of this, this conversation and this reconciliation of me and, and learning also to become a powerful person in this environment and not just here, I'm here to learn because I am here to learn. But so I, I had to figure out how to bring back that arrogance in the beginning, bring it back as confidence of, hey, no, actually this, there is some stuff that I know and I need to figure out how to be me here and actually raise the bar here on some of these, on some of these areas. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I remember, you know, going on, oh, I, I felt a disconnect from the big dreams on the board and, and some of the things that we were doing to get there in my mind, I said, I, I don't understand why we're not doing this stuff. And then I was also kind of going through this swirl of, I like talking. I have lots of words where, <laughs> you know, um, most of my stuff was becoming operational. So, you know, I, I just didn't know what to do with it. So the last person, the last person I wanted to tell first was Sherry Silk because she's our she's an ops person too, um, you know, and she's a six and she thinks about the things which keeps us alive like my wife. And I felt so safe with Sherry so quickly because it reminded me of my Brie. And um, I tell Sherry like, she's saying, hey, I think we're going to give you some more responsibility. And I, and I responded with, I don't do that. I think I'm leaving. She's yeah. like, she handled it like a champ until she got home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that to was me, a different she did. story. She goes, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? And uh, you know, she handled it well for you. But but the the awesome thing about going back to this culture is like there was two conversations I remember. One was about a three hour walk. I felt like with Brittany. <laughs> It wasn't that long. Yeah, it was a long time. <laughs> I had Birkenstocks on, so it clearly wasn't that long. He was like, what's going on? We got to talk. Well, the it, weight of the world was on yeah. his head. So it just felt, it just in the parking lot yeah. circles. You know? And, and and part of that conversation is like, help me understand what, what's happening. And also, here there's some things you told me. There's mm-hmm. some things you, you know, talking to me, like, there's some things you told me, Krishna, what you wanted to do here. And, you know, what changed? And so... It was challenging because I had to kind of go dig inside and go, am I running from something? I think I told you I was pissed at you. You did. I did. Yeah, you told me you were mad. <laughs> I did. And we do have a kind of like a sibling relationship. Or it was funny because at first when you told me you were mad, I, I'm so not used to it still. I kind of, I remember kind of laughing. Am I going, huh? And then you were not laughing. I was like, oh, I better adjust. Like, this is not funny. You don't really have sisters, do <laughs> yeah, you? No, no. Yeah. You don't laugh at a girl when <laughs> yeah, she totally, says she's mad at totally. you. Totally. Um, maybe that's why I walked so long. I was, um, But so... But it was great, and I got to, you got to hear your heart, and you, you and I was like, oh man, okay, I didn't, I wasn't thinking about that, I wasn't thinking about this, and you actually helped me process some of why I keep saying I flinched, like why I kept saying maybe I need to get out of here. And the second part about it that is awesome that I've never experienced anywhere is like to go to your boss. Like I sat in the room with Danny, you know, it's like, hey, here's what I'm thinking, this is why I think it, and to get like, no, well, why are you doing this? Or I can't believe that like we've invested so much into you or I don't know what I'm going to do. It was just completely like, all right. Well, um, cause you know, I was sad, you know, I don't know if I had cried in that moment, but this idea of like, I know I promised this and I know I, you know, I, I know I said I'd do that and you've given me so much and I feel so bad about leaving. And you said something to the effect of like, if I ever did anything, um, to make you feel like you owed me anything for, for anything that I gave you, like, I'm sorry, which I learned was a similar experience that you had mm-hmm. with a, an amazing mentor. And so, like, as part of the culture of, like, wow, I'm not getting punished for this. Like, what? You know, I'm not getting made feel bad about this. Like, what? You did ask me some questions, though. Like, hey, you want, you know, here, mm-hmm. here's some things you should, you know, I'm wondering this. And I went and thought about it and took it to the Lord, took it to my wife, and ultimately, here I am. I didn't end up leaving. Yeah. But then 
I think for me, one of those resurgence, what I came back with is like, okay, what do I need? Yeah. What do I need here? And that came back with, I, I need more responsibility. I need more responsibility because there's some things that I want to do. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I don't have the authority to do them. So I remember saying to Danny, like, I don't want to be a father here, but I do want to be a man with responsibility. I want to lead something. And his response is, I'd love that for you. And I'd love that for us. Like, this was, was, this was the plan. Sherry was about to do this thing with you before you, before <laughs> you like, did that nope. thing. Yeah, yeah. And so that, you know, came with uh, more responsibility, which has been great, and the executive director role, which has been fun and scary and awesome. I think uh, when, when that uh, transition was happening for you, I, don't, I think he had this conversation with you, but I know he had it with me. But he's like, can you handle Christian being over you? I remember, I mean, the, the Christian is in charge. And that's, you know, because I am the heir to, you know, I always, I joke, I'm the heir to the kingdom, um, which is true. But I, my own personal journey has been that I, I will never be Danny Silk. I have so much of who you are, but I'm not ever going to be. I'm never going to think the same we way. We don't need two Dannys. Right, really we don't. don't. We don't. We've discovered enough. this. Once enough. And I'm not... My gifting is not in the operation center, which I don't know that that's even where your giftings have been. It's always been delegated somewhere else. But I think I just assumed that I had to figure out how to do it. So going through, and I think the two of us with that whole kind of mindset of taking over the kingdom and then, oh, I'm not in charge of the keys. I might have a pair of the keys, but I am not the one that makes the call on whether we fight or not, though I would love to, because that's just my personality. But learning how to work alongside you and defaulting to you. Like we just had a meeting with a marketing team and one of the big shifts was to focus on something that's very much just about me. And in that moment, I am panicked. Like, I don't want to make this call. And I mean, I looked directly at you as soon as you Mm -hmm. asked me. I don't know if you Mm -hmm. realize that, but I'm like, Christian is the one that makes this call, not me. And I think that's the growth of our relationship and then the health in it in that I, just because I'm, you know, the daughter doesn't mean that I need it because I have such high value for what you bring to our team. Yeah. And it was, you know, it was a significant adjustment, you know, all of all of yeah. these dynamics because, you know, we did have a, a, a particular path that looked a certain way. Totally. But when you gather powerful people, Eventually, you, there is an, an insistence in those agreements that we will add our best mm-hmm. to what we're doing, and the rest of us will defer to your best. We all are deferring, and as a result, that composition starts to create something different than any would have by themselves, or just any mm-hmm. with you know missing that element. We would never would have created what is going on, right. and I think that, it, like a family, like uh, you know, like Kylo at work, when you activate a team of powerful people, the leader of that environment has to be looking for how do we manage the change of this team, that the expression of this team, instead of insisting that we stay the same but with powerful people like powerful people will change things mm-hmm. yeah and that's that's what married people are trying to figure out 
How do we accentuate our tomorrow with our best instead of fight over who's going to rule tomorrow? All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and take a short break and hear from our good friend Charles about some really great resources. As a listener of The Kylo Show, you know the importance of intentionally strengthening the relational health in your home. But as a business leader, how do you intentionally strengthen the health of your team at work? Well, unfortunately, many leaders end up feeling frustrated with people development because they either don't know where to start or they waste time and money on old, outdated methods that don't work. But don't worry, I've got a free gift that's going to help. I'm Charles Cowan, founder of the people development company GrowthStream, and we've discovered a simple but powerful four-step system that makes people development easy. And we want to give away our secrets in a free training video. Now, the GrowthStream program has been proven to increase employee engagement scores by double digits in just months. Plus, our program will work in any industry, including yours, and has been used in all sorts of organizations like financial planning firms, manufacturing schools, automotive dealerships, medical practices, retail, even a Chick-fil-A. So if you're a business owner, HR manager, or leader and want to learn the new way to develop your people, strengthen your teams, and invest in your culture, then go to growthstreamtraining.com to see the free video. Now, I'm not sure how long we're going to keep this video up for, so go to growthstreamtraining.com before it's gone. It's definitely a, um, I mean, pride and arrogance could have settled in um, an entitlement that this is mine. You know, I've, I've been here for the longest. I mm. am the one that grew up in this household. Shouldn't I be the one that gets to make all the shots next? And, and, un, and insecurity unchecked with feedback yeah. r- ruins tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm beyond grateful that, you know, Christian, you're in the role that you're in. I, I think, you know, we have some... We've had some hard discussions around different things, and you know, the last season of my life has been, I, you know, mom got sick, totally changed my schedule, mm-hmm. and then the kids, you know, shut down mode, lent me at home. I was just doing all of that, and so uh, you kind of came on, and I really almost disappeared in my what I was bringing to Loving on Purpose in a lot of ways. And so you didn't really get to see pre-COVID Brittany very well. And then we kind of started coming back in and then mom got sick and then I went back out and then trying to come back in again. I mean, that was even a tension place for us. Yeah, yeah. To not, it was, <laughs> I'm sure you were kind we of mad the short at version. No, yeah, yeah, <laughs> we gave the short version. But yeah, you know, I wasn't ever mad. It, it, it was frustration because mm-hmm. it was going back to, um, I remember telling this, to you and and even to Danny, it was like, okay, I, I'm, I see the talent, I see all the things she could do, and I know that there's some things that are going on that are really hard. But going back to my three and I love winning, it was like I see well, an all standard that you yeah. had started raising. Yeah. It was like I see an all star who we are not utilizing, you know. So it's like that feels not great. So how do we do that, you know? Mm-hmm. But it was going back to also. You know, we were shifting, and we've talked about this a little bit before. Is like when I came in, there was also this. The whole company was during the shift of Danny. Danny travels and travels the world and speaks, and that's where a lot of people hear about us. To like, oh no, like now we're doing a podcast, and Danny's not traveling, and mm-hmm. you know, so there was this all the going back to like you said these these shifts and these dynamics. We're all trying to figure it out, but we 
the culture was, I'm going to stay connected to you. Yeah. I'm going to hold on. So like, yeah, there was some <laughs> knockout, drag out conversations <laughs> me and you had, but it was always like, all right, I love you. I'm going to stay, yeah. I'm going to like, I'm, I don't like you right now, but I love you and I'm going to stay irritated. connected. I'm going to stay connected to you and we're going to, we're going to figure that. I remember saying that a lot of times, like we're going to get, we're going to figure right. it out. We're going to figure this out. And it does. It does. It feels like we figured it out. Things yeah. are going, you know, it feels like they're going well to me. Well, I mean, we've had conversations, the two of you, where I think both of us are confessing, do either one of us need to leave to figure this out? Yeah. Because am I in your way to make Loving on Purpose greater and better? And I think that's, you know, you had the three-hour walk around the parking lot conversation. And I think, I feel like I had a six-month, you know, meeting in your office trying to figure out what what is it? What's the right combination? What is it? What is it? And it did, it took a, a process of redefining and a rearranging where I got to show up here that yeah. felt, you know, I was successful. And and I think the patience in, again, identifying it and, and being willing to stick in the process, because I it wasn't like I was just sitting on the couch eating no. potato chips. No, like, no, I don't no, really no. care. I yeah. just measure. I wasn't powerless, and I was frustrated in not knowing the solution. Yeah, it was the you know it was it was the. I, I know it shifted, but I don't know what the new is. You know, because yeah. it's like if we both it, we, there was the frustration of I don't know what it looks like now, but so you know we're something we had to work through and we did, which was exciting. Um, but. I love putting our culture on display, going back to my experience of it. Like I've done stuff like that in other organizations and it just does not go that way. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. no you're, priority you're telling to somebody leave. someone's leaving <laughs> and they're letting you know how you feel about you. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not, yeah. it's not loving, and it's not loving and connected. Yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think this is also a part of why so many transitions of, of legacy and that sort of thing don't work is because there's an expectation and really uh, an entitlement mentality that won't adjust to the favor, the gifting, the, the way the organization needs to work. The one with the, with the highest leadership lid actually should lead. Mm-hmm. And everyone should contribute to the team. And what classically happens is the one with the right last name ends up leading (laughs) and everyone else kind of suffers through it until they let go. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, going back to experience the culture and now getting to help lead it, it was a really fun moment. We, we get this awesome new hire who's got like, who's a three. (laughs) You love the the you and her that you see. I love the the me I see in you. Yeah. But it was funny because we give her this, you know, this huge task and it's a big deal, you know? And, um, I remember we were having conversations in, in, the, in my one-on-one meetings, like, hey, how are we doing? What do you need help with? Where are you stuck? And there was this frustration that I could see before, like, because I just watched it. Cause like, it looks like me. I remember being there. <laughs> I remember being there. Um, and it was just this idea of, like, I don't know how to say this thing because I'm not their leaders. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, no, but you you are in that thing. You've been empowered to lead in that thing. Mm-hmm. And and you will lead me even in that thing. So you, I work for you when it comes to that thing that you own that you're the most responsible for. Yeah. I work for you. So if you need something done, mm-hmm. you let me know. If you need if, And if you need something done for someone else, you let them know. Mm-hmm. And give them a date and a deadline. And you have full permission to do that. And this idea of like, like what? Yeah. Like how? And then I have authority that matches my responsibility. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> what? And she, you know, she makes the adjustment, and and boom, 
you know, it was kicking butt. Yeah, home runs all day. It it does feel, I mean, you know, we always say, Dad, you've got the full stop to anything that we're doing. You might get some real hard conversations that we disagree or let's, you know, yeah, but as, you know, Sadie even talked about, I don't don't agree with the initiatives that we set out. And and then Christian's the next in in the in the chain of command. Um, but I think one of the things that I've loved that I value, especially as the daughter and like the transition piece, and I'm going to probably be the next, and I am loudest talking head for loving on purpose. Is I've never felt like your position, Christian. Do you uh, are trying to be over me or minimize? any of that process. So there's there's always been a uh, invitation to partnership. But the same like the example with uh Sarah is that this is hers to own, which mm-hmm. means, you know, there's not just one leader. Like it doesn't feel like there's just one leader and we all must bow to you. We all know where our strengths are and we all know how to partner with one another. And we all know like I mean in the studio with Ashley we're like, Ashley, what do you need? Yeah. Ashley, what do you need? And, you know, Anna's trying to organize calendar Anna, what do you need? Yeah. It doesn't, there's not this, you know, all saying genie that's the boss that we all are afraid of. We all know our responsibilities and our roles. And in that, there's there's just, we complement each other in the best way. And it feels that's what makes our team really beautiful. You say, it's not like you're saying that we Kylo Five here. <laughs> Something like that. We really do try. That's, that's for sure. I mean, I remember you and I have had hard conversations about Ben. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah. to ta- talk to me about my own husband, and I have to be willing to look at this as I love him more than anyone, and my high-D protective heart wants to fight you on it, but I'm not going to do anything for him and what he needs to grow in or what you need from and to protect all of these relationships if I can't be mature enough to look at this. And yeah. I think that's, the again, the beauty of all of our like we just we're practicing what we preach, which there's moments where we're not good at it, and there's moments where we've got to grow in it, and there's moments where we're all frustrated at each other. Yeah. But you know, your newest question in our meeting is your favorite question. Come on, <laughs> come on. So we we started this you know new <laughs> operational system at Loving on Purpose, and yeah. uh, we're the traction book. So Gino, you can send me a check. There you go. The you love it. Uh, love but it. one of the things they do is EOS. they have they have you rate the meeting one to ten, and I I just loved how fast that got Your me. Three really got loved me, it. Got me to a gauge of how we how it went. You know, am I winning or losing? And and so I was telling Brittany, I was like, hey, I'm gonna just kind of switch up my one on one meetings. I think I'm gonna ask a question like, how are we like how are you doing? One out of ten. And like like Brittany does, this is my favorite thing. Is it? It I send something to her and it comes back like way better. And she's like, "Well, that might be kind of confusing. You should probably ask three questions. It probably should be how are how are you and I doing? Clarity, clarity, clarity. Yeah. How are you and I doing? How are you and work doing? And how are they doing? And I was like, "Ooh, I love that." And so um, I turned it on her right away and was like, "Well, so how are you and I doing?" And she goes, "I don't know a ten. And I was like. Oh my goodness! I lit up, <laughs> ding ding. Yeah, and it was. I did it with every single you know one of our uh, uh, staff members afterwards, and I got tens all around. And every time, the same reaction. And, and I forget who it was, but they were like, "This is for you. This I is for you. This is for you. This is not for us. You're like you. a cat. You just <laughs> pet yourself on my leg." <laughs> but, but yeah, I I just thought it was great. Uh, I mean, that's the fun part of I think our dynamic is that a lot of places I you are processing. W- how to move forward with the team, the connection piece, you know, you are 
definitely creating a standard of a work culture of getting things done, tackling scary projects. And I, I assist in the, is our culture maintaining as we're doing all these really hard things? Yeah. And is it excellent? You know, we, we joke to like my, my favorite metric is, you know, I, I value done. My, my value is, is it done? You know, which I'll sometimes sacrifice excellence or even connection or pass like for done. Like that's my, that's the dark side, right? Of my, <laughs> of my strength. And so the, the, my other favorite thing to tell people, you know, when I tell them about where I work and I explain the culture, it always just blows their mind. Cause we're batting a thousand, like every staff member is incredibly healthy. Like you said, doesn't mean that they're perfect. Doesn't mean that we don't step in it from time to time. So we go clean up our messes. We, mm-hmm. um, and, and to even have these tools, like where we're doing, like, we know each other's Enneagrams numbers and love languages and, and strength finders. So it's this idea of like, oh, we, we, we know we're very self-aware and we're also very others aware around us. Mm -hmm. So like for me, knowing that it's like, okay, I'm really good at getting things done. I'm going to, I'm a low C. So anytime I finish something, where the C's at, (laughs) please read this. Please look at this. Click all the things you need to click. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know how many times I've tried to like schedule something to be done. And and Brittany can be like, you know, I'd rather wait and do it well than to do it right now. Christian, we need you to uh, knock out a landing page real quick. Oh no. No, no. No, you don't. <laughs> I don't I don't like that idea. You know, and, and, and uh you go you know, when we're dreaming big, you know, it's it's we're looking at Danny. It's like Danny, where where are we going? Mm-hmm. What 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 are we doing? What are we not seeing? What's this where's the pattern we're not seeing? What's the thing we're we're, we're too gonna, close we're to put attention. Disney in our rear view yeah. mirror? So. Yeah, he says something like that. family that influence like, yeah. what? fifty years. That's us. Yeah. scaring us all but at the same time <laughs> inspiring us all and it's like because what's what's scary about those is their challenge it's like wow i need you know we, we did the dream challenge not too long ago but it's like okay do i need to dream like that and it's like well i might not be the one who maybe thinks of that but i'm i can use my gift mix and talents and i, cause I can believe that though mm-hmm. and i can figure out how to lend my strengths and my talents to making sure that thing happens because hey i want the same thing because we're going after the same things and i, I remember my old business mentor said this and it feels like it's happening right now, which is my favorite. And he's, I was working and clearly not having fun because he stopped me in the middle of a work project. And he, that's what he said. He said, Christian, are you having fun? And I was like, who has fun? What kind work? of question is that? <laughs> yeah. Who has fun? Yeah. Work? Yeah. And he goes, man, he's, you know, in his 70s, pretty successful entrepreneur guy. And he's like, hey, the work is supposed to be fun. He's like, this is the work. He's like, I, I've, I've, I've started and sold multiple companies. And he said, don't be wrong, getting check cashed is pretty fun. But he goes, it's really short. Like, the work is longer. So are you having fun? He's like, you got to go find something that you, that you believe in mm-hmm. and then find people who also believe in that. And then if you enjoy working with those people, like, you're going to have a bunch of fun. Yeah. You're going to have a bunch of fun at work. Yeah. And it's like, you know, Lop enters the chat. Here we go, right here. It's like, there okay, we, we all believe the same things. Yeah. Um, we're going after it and I really enjoy working with everybody here and mm-hmm. here we go. That's when beautiful things happen. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's definitely been, um, you know, we were smaller, we're growing. And so we're, we're going to maybe have to make some adjustments, but your, your introduction for me, when you came for your birthday, you were only working for like two months or three months. And at that point, you know, we we're still small, so who knows how long we can get away with this. But the uh, shutdown of the world, new to the company, we're not really all in the office. And so we had to figure out how do we 
accelerate the the communication that we value you here. We see you and we want to know you in such a short amount of time. And um, your birthday party for us, I feel like was just probably the my favorite initiation of you into our we world. We him through a birthday party. We did. And, but he left every second <laughs> oh, yeah, of it. It was not like hazing, though. Yeah, it, yeah. it was the best. I, I mean, it was, it was wild. It was all these little uh, office into windows of, you know, the show, The Office, from the cake to the scavenger hunt we made you go the banner on. banner on the wall. I mean, we can't undersell this. Because <laughs> here's the deal. It was so over-the-top amazing. So I mentioned, I'm like, hey, I'm a huge, when it comes out, I'm a huge Office fan. Uh, people in the office are Office fans, too. I was like, okay, great. Here we go. And and this is not a joke. I, I mentioned, you know, I've always wanted on my birthday just to have the sign that Dwight, Dwight puts up that says, it is your birthday, period. Period. With, with like half-deflated de- balloons. Half yeah. balloons. Mm-hmm. I was like, if that happened, that would be so fun. And um, so on my birthday, you know, I show up, and I walk in the office, and there it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, tear. Really, like emotional. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is – they remembered. Yeah. <laughs> this is like going back to the, that, you know, going back to my bar of experience of – of people investing or birthday or you know or celebrating, mm-hmm. it was like, oh my gosh, this is the wildest thing ever. Mm-hmm. Little did I know that was probably the smallest thing in that <laughs> it day. Was. Yeah, and, then, and your cake that had your name misspelled. Yeah, yeah. So we had a cake with the, my name misspelled. I mean, there was probably about a thousand. Feels like a thousand, and that might be a thousand different office references, like really deep, like really deep references yeah. for only for super fans. And there was a walkie-talkie in the ceiling yeah. with Rock and Robin. Yeah. I was getting orders, and, and Ashley was reading me things to do. I was on a scavenger hunt. I was around the office building, shooting basketballs, finding um, secret letters. I had to almost fight a lady at a coffee shop. Yeah, yeah. That's which for, she wrinkled that on her own. Like yeah, she, yeah. she just she, she just fully leaned into it. Yeah. But you're you're. Gift was inside a mold of Jello. Yes, yeah. Yep. That had, we had, to, and you, you had, had to take it out with your teeth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was that lady's ad lib too. Yeah. But we ended. I mean, again, the whole healthy families are going to save the world. I, I think you are the only other family, um, Leah, who who's left us now, but she's developed a family, and we got to walk through them having their first baby and getting married and all that fun stuff. But um, you know, so with Leah being kind of the second extension of family growing but when you came in you came with a family and so i remember you met us at our house and your boys and brie were there and we start playing basketball because again sports is mm-hmm. what you do none of us and your birthday's in july it was stinking hot, hot. Yeah. uh but i just remember i didn't realize because again we we've had all this fun but i don't know that i experienced someone that had such an unfun or uncelebrate celebratory culture like you had. So when you, you just were at a loss for words because you had just walked into something that you had no idea. Yeah, and we have video evidence somewhere. Someone <laughs> somewhere. filmed it. Yeah, because at, at the end Leah of... Leah is yeah, the one that documents all the things. At the end of all that stuff, and, and I probably left out half the things, at the end of all that stuff, you know, it, going back to even my wife, you know, because my family being there, it was just like, oh... That's the thing that would have made this more special is if I got to see my family. It was like, how did they know? Like, how did they know? And I'm trying to like say something. Like, so I can't, and I'm just crying. <laughs> and, you know, it was so overwhelming. And I mean, I don't know what happened because basically it feels like it turned into a tradition because I've had like a game truck <laughs> at this at the office with the everybody. Pizza party. We always have fun. Yeah, yeah. We we are a celebration culture. Yeah, and I think it's. Um, 
32nd birthday. Uh, yeah, your 32nd birthday, yes. It was 30 <laughs> seconds from the entire building we had recruited here. Again, everybody's 32. had their own really fun ones. Uh, you had some unique requests in there, so that, I think that's why you got more memorable ones. But I, I think when I – to be known yeah. is um, is what we all long for. You know, it, to be known in him, to be known in fellowship, um, and to understand yourself. And so I think that's one of the big culture things that we are always looking for is God, self, and others. Mm-hmm. You know, it's something that we're going through in um, lots of different ways here, but that's part of our culture is how do we get to put that on display where, you know, we are self-aware and others-aware and mm-hmm. we are God-aware. And that's, you know, all of these things, you know, you've helped create structure and help us just execute, you know, that over and over again in our culture since you've come, just helping us. Those are all in our heart, and Christian makes a system for it to happen and um, really helping everybody get into their right spot. So I'm really, really glad you didn't leave, and I'm really glad you did that email. I'm really glad I'm here on too. Now yeah. it feels like it's pointing to me. I like this. this yeah. Cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I, I, I would say definitely that our, our excellence our mm-hmm. efficiencies, our that. Um, you know, our level of professionalism to our get stuff done theme. Like we've always got stuff done, but there is a uh, there's a excellence and efficiency to it that that you definitely have added to us and you know hard charge us in. So yeah. we are feeling your strength, yes. and we are super grateful. Yeah, for. Christian Zamora <laughs> taking the lead. Yep. Thank you. Yeah, and it feels, in some ways too, it feels like we're just getting started. We are. We have a really fun stuff coming out. This Watch year. out, Disney. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. So you know, I think that is. We wanted to put on display all the the different people that we know that are doing Kylo at work, but also bring you into our Kylo at work and knowing Christian's story and and kind of the working dynamic, you know, even the transition of, you know, the leading heads and all the fun that's coming in there, we just wanted to put on display. So I'm sure there's questions, which is great. Um, If you want to keep partnering with us, you know, donate. We love that too. Uh, Come a partner. But this has been a fun series, Kylo at Work. It has. It's been really fun. So thanks for listening. And remember that whole healthy families are going to save the world. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Never miss an episode of The Kylo Show by subscribing to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or watch us on the Loving on Purpose YouTube channel. Don't forget to submit your questions and testimonies to thekyloshow.com. The Kylo Show is produced by Ali Armading, co-produced by Ashley Beck and Anna Hill, sound engineer and edited by Taylor Silk, and show promoter Christian Zamora. Don't forget, whole healthy families, gonna save the world.